pay your taxes quarterly in advance. They say, oh, I've already do that, I already do that. Well, you do, but you probably pay estimateds that are the same amount. And that's assuming you have the exact same income and the exact same production. And in real estate, we know that doesn't happen. Hey guys, it's Brian Eisenhower. Welcome to the show. Excited today. We're gonna give you some finance tips for real estate agents. These are crucial here. And as many of you know, we, um, own and operate one of the largest real estate coaching and consulting companies in the world. And we coach many of the highest producing agents and teams and broker managers in North America. So that, you know, they'll generate a lot of income. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're wealthy. So it's really important that they have financial systems and models in place to ensure that all of that income equates to wealth eventually because you'll see people chase vanity numbers all the time you know sales production or we closed this many units or i did this much volume and those great you know there is a definitely some sort of correlation between high production and income however um very often uh, without important financial systems in place budgeting models in place all of that production can go pay for taxes can be lost in expenses and can create really bad business moves down the road. So I'm going I'm to give you, I'm going to go over five key factors or tips for realtors to implement in their business to help ensure that their real estate commission income actually ends up making them wealthy human beings. So we're going to start with number one and number one, is get yourself a full service accountant. And what I mean by full service is I mean not just an accountant that does your taxes at the end of the year, okay? That's an accountant that helps you look through the rear view mirror only. You wait till the year's end, you've made all your money, and then you give him a bunch of information and he tells you how much you owe based on what you did last year. That's just an accountant that does your tax preparation. You need an accountant that's also a CFO for you so that this accountant is actually working with you throughout the year to help you make decisions about things you can do during a fiscal year to reduce your tax liability at the end of the year. So you can actually affect that early on, right? It's really amazing. In the last you know, 10 years, you know, online banking has evolved to such a degree where real estate professionals can actually give their accountants and tax prep people administrative access into their bank accounts, or at least their business bank accounts, all you really need. And administrative access means they can't make deposits or withdraw. It just means that they can view <laughs> and download, you know, bank statements and and so throughout the year, your accountant can go into your bank accounts and, and keep you up to date on how your tax liability is evolving throughout the year. And they can handle payroll for people, you know, for real estate teams that have administrative staff members or broker owners that have to have payroll. They can work with payroll companies. They can handle it themselves. Again, makes you prepared at the end of the year for taxes. And boy, it is so powerful. 
And then of course they can actually see, you know, you know, how much money you're making and they can actually make business decisions with you throughout the year too. So you actually, for the first time ever, you know, be looking out the window, the windshield of your car, not just looking in the rear view mirror after the tax year is over and seeing what happened, trying to find out. You can actually effectuate what happens by looking out the front windshield rather than the rear view mirror and have a full service accountant that handles those things for you. Then I'm going to move on to number two. It kind of evolves directly into it is that that accountant is going to help you pay your taxes quarterly in advance. Rather than paying a lump sum at the end of the year, pay your taxes quarterly throughout the year. Okay. It's very, very easy. What we usually do is, you know, and again, if you have a full service accountant, you can do this much more accurately than if you don't, because usually people that do pay quarterly, they say, oh, I've already do that. I already do that. Well, you do, but you probably pay estimated that are the same amount every single quarter. And those are based on last year's tax liability. So the accountant looks at last year's liability and says, this coming year, I want you to pay this much for a quarter. So, and, and that's assuming you have the exact same income and the exact same production every single year. And in real estate, we know that doesn't happen. Market sales volume goes up and down based on things like interest rates and inventory and you name it. You never really know what that number is going to be. Plus your expenses can vary, you know, whether you buy a car or not or things like that. You're not going to necessarily do that every year. So it's not accurate to just, you can still be very surprised and have to pay this huge amount at the end of the year that you didn't know about if you aren't staying up to date and adjusting the quarterly amount you pay. Because you're you're giving administrative access to this full service accountant who's supposed to kind of keep your tax situation and your balance sheet and your profit and loss statements up to date on a monthly basis throughout the year, all he has to do is log in at the end of every single month. Will he charge you a little bit more? Yeah, this is probably a $300 to $500 a month expense for you. And if you're one of those people that's saying, oh, I'm not going to pay that right now, you're not thinking like a high producer. You're not thinking like someone who's going to get there. You need to act as if you're already there if you want to get there. If not, you're just going to keep hitting your head against the ceiling and make a lot of bad emotional non-business decisions the real estate agents typically make. That's why only about 10% of agents succeed at a high level. Nine out of 10 don't because they, they are very emotional about their expenses and they live paycheck to paycheck. Um, this is how you get out of that. So what will end up happening is you know, throughout the year, they'll say, wait a minute, your production is down compared to last year. We can actually reduce the amount that you're going to pay into your quarterly estimated taxes for this, this quarter, or you're making a lot more, we better increase the amount you pay. And you can get very accurate. So it ensures at the end of the year, you're going to have very little tax liability because they've already been paid throughout the year. So you don't get smashed with this. In fact, people that do this actually get refunds oftentimes, you know what I mean? Even though they're generating, you know, millions of dollars of commission income, they're getting refunds because they've already paid it. They don't have this huge you know, volatile lump sum they have to pay that bankrupts them. I can't tell you how many people that have been our clients that we've coached into really successful years, very successful years. And they just made all this money and they went out and bought things and spent it on things and, you know, bought investment properties or maybe bought a new car, or vacation properties, whatever. And then all of a sudden they owe a bunch of taxes and they're broke, you know, and then they have to fire people and cut back on expenses and ride this real estate roller coaster up and down. You know, where they make all this money and they don't have any money and they make all this money and they don't have any money or they're busy with a lot of business and they don't have any business. That becomes very emotional. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It drives a lot of people out of the business and keeps them away from wealth. So we don't want to do that. Pay your taxes quarterly with a full service account. Those are our first two keys, right? 
Okay, so I'm gonna take a quick break to talk to you all about something I'm really excited about. This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all of the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, fast paced and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment and that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high powered three day event, September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now let's get back to the podcast. Number three, we're going to use multiple bank accounts. Okay. We got to have multiple bank accounts. Number one, we're going to have a business operating account. And that's where your bank account, your commission income, and all your expenses will get paid out of that business operating account, right? So all your commission, all the income you earn from your real estate sales business will go into that account. Along with, you're going to pay all expenses for your real estate sales business out of that account. Even the expenses that could also be for personal use that your accountant says you're able to deduct as a business expense, we want to pay those out of that account. That, because that's the account that you're going to give your full service account access to. That's the account that we want them to see. Now, we're not going to pay your taxes out of that account, right? Because we're also going to have a tax payment account. So every month, we're going to make an automated payment based upon the amount prorated down monthly that your accountant tells you. He's going to tell you how much we need to pay quarterly, and you're going to break it down quarterly and overpay it, round up. It's always better to have too much in your tax account. You're going to make a monthly payment into every single month, and then you're going to pay your taxes out of that tax payment account. Okay, so your business operating account is at the top. And then we're going to actually have three accounts underneath it that we're going to make monthly payments to. And they're going to be the three biggest monthly payments our business has in all likelihood. Number one, it's going to be the amount you got to pay in advance for taxes. And that's going to go to your tax payment account. Your third account is going to be your investment and savings account. This is for your wealth. We talked about you having wealth, right? So we're going to make an amount that you want to save to buy things like rental properties, you know, short-term rentals. I don't know if you want to invest in commercial property, whatever. You want to invest in the stock market, IRAs, retirement funds, whatever you want to invest in that provides you with future wealth, okay? That's how much you're going to stash away from your real estate sales business. And you're not going to touch it other than to invest it in those sources that we have separate goals set for. And this is something we do with all of our clients, right? Then lastly. We're going to jump into personal household expenses. This is our last account. And this is how we pay our personal expenses that are not deductible. This is things like groceries, vacations, expenses for kids, expenses for the family, 
we can't deduct these things, but you know, we got to pay for them, right? And and this is something, this is where we want to try to live lean, right? We want to have a good budget there, but this is just our day-to-day, what does it take to run your family, okay? Your personal stuff, okay? And that we're going to have a budget on. We're going to actually have to know exactly how much that our family makes, okay? And we're going to keep that lean. So all of a sudden, we're not just randomly spending, but if we've got money in it, we know we can spend it, right? And if we need to borrow, we borrow from our investment account, right? And it's like, well, I'm going to give up buying a rental if we're going to take that $15,000 two-week trip to Hawaii for our family vacation. So that way you're making important decisions that way because you'll know. So we're going to have a business operating account that makes monthly payments to the household for us to live on, to our investment savings account for our investment, and then for our tax payment account for our taxes. So there's four total accounts. All the money comes in through the business account, and we treat the payments to those bank accounts as business expenses that we make every single year. And all of a sudden, you'll start to see those numbers increase. You'll see how much you have to pay for taxes, and you usually overpay that and get to take some of that money into your your investment savings account. And, you know, to me, don't let your investment saving account get too much money in either because that money's not earning you much in there. That money needs to actually get invested into something that gives you a higher rate of return, whether it's something as simple as a mutual fund or or like an IRA or uh, something that, you know, I recommend more, which is real estate, uh, investing in real estate. And then your personal house expenses, you're going to try to live lean there. I wouldn't keep too much money in there. That's the one that's just due to pay your day-to-day what gets you through the week. Otherwise, it needs to go into savings. So that's how that works. So number one, full service accountant. Tip number two, pay your taxes quarterly. Number three, use multiple bank accounts. I recommend four. We coach four of those. Now we'll move on to tip number four, and that's follow a real estate budget. This is something we coach you on here. We got to eliminate that roller coaster we talked about earlier. So we need to have a budget. If you don't have one, you can go to EisenhowerCoaching.com and uh, we've got a blog there where you can type in and you can search it. You can look for real estate budget schedule or real estate budget template. Just search that and one will come up. We've got a bunch of different budgets that we work with depending on our different types of coaching clients as well too. But you can look and see how much they should be spending on different expenses based upon your production levels. And that's important to know. And how much net income you should be making based upon your different production levels. It's very important to have that. Generally speaking, you need one if you want to grow. Uh, It's the only way because you're going to have to start investing in your business at some point. So you're going to have to spend a certain amount of money on marketing or possibly personnel or possibly paying agents to work with you if you're going to start breaking through and earning more income while at the same time either preserving or increasing the amount of personal time you get for your own hobbies or your family. If you want that, that's the only way to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be like such a large percentage of the real estate population that the only way they're going to make more money is to work harder. And that's a bad business model to be on. So you really need to know how much you should be investing back into your business, into personnel and marketing and other expenses based upon how much you're making if you want to go to the next level. And that's something that a budget will tell you and keep giving you confidence so you get off that real estate roller coaster and actually grow your business income and increase your personal time. Then lastly, we're going to move into key number five, which is this goes back to our accountant and paying your taxes quarterly. We need that number five is you need to keep an updated profit and loss. And if you follow step number one and have a full service accountant, this is easy. You need to have a profit and loss statement operating at all times. 
Okay. And it's really easy. If you pay that full service account and give them administrative access, like we talked about and pay your taxes quarterly in steps in, in keys one and two, at any moment, all he has to do is hit a button to generate a profit loss statement because that's the accounting software full service accountants have. He's not going to charge you anything extra for that. It's very, very easy because he keeps your PL updated as he's updating your tax liability to be able to know how much you should be paying your you, for your quarterly estimated taxes. So what he does is gives you that PL. And what basically what a profit loss is, it, it summarizes all your profit. And then it itemizes all of your expenses so you can see your net income at any given time. And then we analyze that against your budget to make sure, you know, and you're going to see there's seasonality in real estate. There's busy seasons, there's slow seasons. Oftentimes that's in the summer and the winter. It flip-flops for you guys in the Sun Belt. But you get the idea, you know, we don't want to be on that roller coaster where we're super busy in the summer and we feel like we need to hire help and and things like that. So we'll spend money when we're really busy, but then we don't have any income coming in the winter. So we don't save for the winter. And then we cut all our expenses and freak out and just hope for more business because we're not busy. And that's that up and down that kills people. And the profit and loss presents that. We have to look at a year in its totality. We have to plan. We have to capitalize our business in the summer. So we've saved money to get through the leaner winter months, for example. Profit and loss statements help us do that. So please run your business like a business. Follow these five top financial tips for real estate agents. More importantly, get a coach to help you implement all this stuff too. We can do that at EisenhowerCoaching.com as well too. Thank you guys for being on the show. Hope this helps. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.